0: So you have to go with your gut. You have to trust that you're doing the right thing. Whatever you want, you can get out of any program that you choose to invest in.
1: Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more recurring revenue, and you just wanna sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian, I'm your sales queen and your soon to be podcast BFF. and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited, and I know I always say that, but I'm actually very excited today. I have the beautiful Jessica Riviera here today, and we are going to talk about so many great things. But Jessica, welcome to the show. Tell my audience who you are and what you do.
0: Thank you so much, Jillian. I am so excited to be here. You know, you and I... Have a relationship already? We know each other. We love each other. So this is going to be easy. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and we can just talk forever. Sometimes we get into <laughs> our conversations, and gosh, they last long. But um, my name is Jessica Rivera. I am a business coach. I really focus on leaders building teams, really being authentically themselves, and really focused on how to get the most productivity um, so that they can get profit out of their people. Right. The only way we can really grow and scale is through people. Yeah. That's the truth.
1: That's the truth. I love it. Yeah. Jessica and I actually met in a mastermind. We actually met actually in Turks and Caicos, like one of the most beautiful places in the world. And I was instantly drawn to her energy and just her confidence. But before we actually dive into what Jessica does, we were actually jamming offline about this. And we were talking about getting in the rooms, getting in the rooms sometimes that feel uncomfortable and getting in the rooms that stretch us. And I know that mastermind that I went to in Turks and Caicos, I was the little fish. Right. I had been in the masterminds where I was like the top dog where people were like, Oh, Jillian Murphy. And that mastermind I went to, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just want to sit in the corner and like, nobody talk to me because I don't know what I'm doing. And you were just talking about that with an experience that you had. So like, what is the power of the rooms when you're not the big fish? Yeah, I think
0: so. I was reflecting on this um, summit that I went to. uh, She called it a summit. And I was saying this person attracted just like, like you said, I felt like the little fish in the room for sure. And what I was reflecting on was like, thinking back in my corporate days, every time I received a promotion, I got quiet, right? I wanted to learn. I wanted to figure out, okay, you know, where do I fit in this space? I didn't want to come in like a bulldozer, like I know everything, right? Because I was new to the role. Yeah, And what I found was that in the rooms that I'm more quiet in, that's the same feeling, right? I feel like I just want to take it all in. I want to be the sponge here. I want to figure out where where I am on this totem pole. I mean, just like knowledge, right? Uh, people can be more successful and you can know other things, right? It's kind of like working out at the gym. I compare everything to the gym. Yeah. But it's like, you can be great at squats and I could still be better than you at deadlifts, right? That doesn't mean anybody's necessarily better than somebody else. But I realize that myself, I like to get quiet because I want to really soak in the people around me. And that is, like you said, that is where you expand. And to <laughs> me, that's where you get to your next level of leadership. When you get yourself into those rooms, that you don't feel comfortable in.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, again, like I know I've been in rooms where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to like, it's like we said, like, I just want to sit back and I just want to like, listen, I remember being in Turks and Caicos and we were all at that. We were at a bar or something. We were at a restaurant and I remember just like sitting back and being like, I don't even want to talk. I just want to like Literally absorb everything that these women are saying, because I was like, again, blown away. And I would have never even been around those conversations if I didn't put myself in an uncomfortable position, uncomfortable monetarily, uncomfortable travel wise, uncomfortable, all the things.
0: To say many times we get stuck in, like, like you said, even something simple like traveling. Oh, I don't want to go by myself, yeah, or um, or monetarily thinking, Oh, somebody makes more money than you, and they're thinking about you a certain way because they are used to you know fancier things or whatever it may be. And many times we make up this story in our mind that does not exist. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing I took away, which of course I already know that because I say that to myself all of the time. But what was interesting was that. Somebody came up to me and said, You're always like ready. You're like a a badass. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm over here, meek. I'm quiet. I haven't said a word. What do you mean, a badass? Like, what are you, like, what am I putting out there? (laughs) But my point is that many times we make up this story in our minds that really is not the truth and really doesn't exist.
1: Oh, yeah. That is so true. And I think that that is so spot on because I know when I think of you, I'm like, She's always on. She's confident. She's a baller. She knows what she's doing. And I think that is why you have been so successful in corporate. And I'm sure that's why you've been so successful in the online space. I have watched you grow in the online space in the last year. And you are like moving and shaking. You are investing in things. You are in programs. You're in rooms. You're always like at networking events. How much has that played a role in your growth?
0: Mm -hmm. It's massive. Um, I think it's funny. I was reading something online and it was saying how when you don't have that confidence, that is going to stop you, especially in the online space. Mm-hmm. Right. And the truth is, was I 100 percent confident the first time I spoke on a Actually, the first time that you are the one who actually inspired me to ever speak on a story.
1: Mm-hmm. Because prior we were, to that, we were, I we, were, never so even, we were in the pool, I think, at Turks and Caicos.
0: Yeah. And I was, and we were talking about it and I said, all right, I'm going to go do it right now. Mm-hmm. But if I thought about it for too long, I absolutely would have convinced myself not to do it. Yep. And so I am one of those people, which I think we're similar in that sense. Like, it's like, I have an idea in my mind and I, and I go for it mm-hmm. and I just attack it because I know that we can convince ourselves out of anything, even when it is the right thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. And so I have been, you know, I've been in sales my whole life, but the truth is, I it's never felt comfortable to me to go up to a stranger and say, hey, my name is, <laughs> it, just, it just, till this day, it isn't comfortable. But I do it because I know the power and I know that you can find, you know, not only your next client in the room, but your next promoter, the person who's going to promote you when you're not in the room, your next best friend, your next, I mean, I have made so many friends over the last two years um, as an adult putting myself in these spaces when, and I remember just when I was in my thirties thinking, how do you make new friends?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now I have like a huge tribe of people that support me when I'm not in the room that I can lean on that I just didn't have before.
1: Yeah. It's huge. And I know your, your story is kind of similar to mine. Like you were in the corporate space for a while and then, you know, you had uh, a shift into the online space. So like, let's walk through that and how successful you were able to be because you already had the skill of leadership, business knowledge, and sales.
0: Well, I, sales—I I got into sales kind of by accident, mm-hmm. and it really enhanced my personality. Mm-hmm. Right. So prior to that, I had like my group of people. And I wasn't, I didn't put myself out there, but if you came to me, you, you were welcomed with open arms, mm-hmm. but being in sales, you had no choice, right? I had no choice to, to put myself out there. So that really helped me um, expand my personality and enhance it. And then having, being in sales, I think is different than just being in a corporate environment yeah. because I have clients, I have people that I have to lead. I worked in a remote environment almost my entire career mm-hmm. because my, my corporate office was somewhere else. And so having to travel by myself, having to get into these rooms where I didn't know anyone, that really did help me moving on over into the online space. And then, you know, I had to strategize. I have to figure out, okay, where's the client at? Where's my employee at? Like, where's my um, team member at mentally? So I have to work on mindset. I had to work (laughs) on strategy. I had to work on, okay, the way I communicate, because I'm now dealing with people all around the country. I'm like, you know, new york yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all new york latina like let's get it done yeah I'm like, okay wait a second let me back up did i say hello did i say thank you did i give <laughs> some nice little nice greeting and it's not that i'm not thinking it i'm just like i want i'm a bottom line meow type of person yeah same uniquely, that i needed to slow
1: down mm-hmm. and
0: speak to everybody on their level yeah. so it was extremely helpful
1: yeah, no, that's, that that's huge. And that's, that's definitely one way to look at it. I don't think a lot of people really, really think about it like that. Like maybe in your corporate space, you were able to talk a certain way because you just dealt with people from New York, or you just dealt with maybe elderly people or younger people, but now you are talking to like the masses, like that was a light bulb moment. And again, like your personality, you know, like it's probably very similar to mine. Like people either like love us or they're like not really on our team. So it's like really kind of shifting to be like, I, now I got to speak to like everyone, not just the people in my own like backyard. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So had to go through that, but it's really helped. I think also managing people was extremely helpful for me in my own communication style, Mm -hmm. because you know, you can say the same thing to five people, everybody take it a different way. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really focus on communication. That's one of the pillars of my my impact leadership program, because it really, I mean, listen, the way we communicate, it really affects everything that we do, Mm -hmm. but especially in your business, when it comes to your clients and your team, it could really make or break your success. Mm -hmm. And so because we're at at the end of the day, even you, Jill, even us as small, you know, solopreneurs or entrepreneurs, we still need other people for our success. Mm -hmm. We still need to get results through other people. And the way we communicate is always key. Mm
1: -hmm. What do you think are some of the biggest like communication breakdowns that people have? I've been seeing it so much lately. I I I think think I saw on your Instagram today, you were like, I'm going to explain leadership for the 100th time today or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was a funny reel. (laughs) It was. But but, uh, so number one thing, I've seen a lot of business breakups in this season for some reason, and it is definitely the way they communicate. One of the things that I see a lot is we focus a lot on the way the other person is communicating. When there is a breakdown. So, for example, let's say we were to meet today and there was a a miscommunication as far as time is concerned. I would say, yeah, Jill, but you didn't send me the invitation or you, whatever. Instead of realizing, okay, well, I could have confirmed with her earlier, right? Kind of looking at yourself first to see where your breakdown was. To me, that's key because you're the only person that can change. Mm -hmm. And so, when we start looking at everybody else, looking to blame, we're not getting to the root of the issue because. It will happen, and think about it, whenever you've had something happen in your life, it will happen again and again and again until you get to the root of the issue, and it most likely has to do with you. But these are the difficult things that we kind of work through as leaders because that's where we can really make an impact on our business, when we can figure out, okay, what do I need to change first in order to get the true results that I want?
1: That's huge. Do you think that communication plays a huge key in like who you hire as your next mentor?
0: Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes, definitely. I I just had this
1: conversation with a client today. That's why I'm like, I'm I love this conversation.
0: Yeah. It it plays a huge key on who you hire as a mentor. But in addition to that, I think you have to understand where you are. Yeah. And I will say that I have hired people not understanding that I actually need more that I wanted, that I realized, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I hired somebody that was maybe a little bit more hands off. Like, let's say, let's, let's go to the extreme. Let's say you need to hire Tony Robbins, right? You, exactly. You program. You're not going to touch him. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to have direct contact with him. You'll probably have one of his success coaches or whatever he calls them. Yep. And so understanding that you may need more support, then you have to figure out what kind of program you need to be into. And I think it's really key for you to understand where you are. But I will also say, do not allow yourself to get into that analysis process because you'll hire nobody mm-hmm. and still be at the same place in six months, a year or wherever.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. So you and I both know Raquel, who was, who was my mentor for 18 of the 22 months that I was online. And I knew based on my personality, who I was, like the type of person that I needed in my space. I needed a certain kind of person that could communicate with me a certain way, could kind of like keep me on track a certain way. And again, I tried to hire other people. And it was like that leadership and that communication, I needed to be clear with myself of who I was and what I needed. And I think that is so key. So, so who do you work with? Like who is your ideal person? So my ideal client,
0: now I have a couple of different streams of income. I do consulting work. I work with uh, corporations really working on, I'm doing a summit, um, working with their teams individually, different things like that. So that's like kind of the corporate side. But typically my ideal client is someone who's kind of mid-level corporate exec and, or a small business. And so those are the type of people I kind of gravitate to because they were my client before, Mm -hmm. meaning even in the corporate space, I've had all small businesses were my client. And then I've been a leader in a, in a corporate organization. So those tend to be my ideal clients. And we really work through mindset first. Mm So mindset, it's like, I could give you the exact strategy on how to do something. And it's going to be really hard for you to do it if we don't go through mindset. So we really work through, uh, my pillar, the first pillar is mindset. Then we work on communication. Again, I mean, every breakdown I've ever seen, a lot has to do with the way they communicate. And then we work into strategy. To me, the strategy part, that's kind of the easier part because I can again tell you the, the whole game plan. We could work it out. But if you don't execute on it because your mindset blocks, it you were going nowhere.
1: No, no, that, definitely not. I mean, I've even seen that in like communication and like relationships or friendships or all of those things. Like if your communication is off, it's nothing is going to work. It's literally the core of everything that we do. Yeah. And I always say people love to say, oh, communication is key,
0: but then they're only looking at it, the outside people and they're not looking internally. And that's mm-hmm. the hard part.
1: Mm-hmm. This is actually like such like a random question. Do you spend the majority of your time on LinkedIn because you are corporate based?
0: Yes, it is. It is question. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Now, Instagram's gonna be like, you know, the gym that like my whole yeah. life is on there practically yeah. with LinkedIn. I go live on LinkedIn there. Um, and you know, more of like static posts. But yeah, I'm on yeah. there.
1: it's yeah. interesting because we had um an expert inside of sales and social yesterday who was a LinkedIn expert. And as soon as you said that you work mostly with small businesses, she actually did a presentation where she talked about like how to Google small businesses. And I was like, Jessica, we need you to make sure you're, that's where you're at. So that's interesting that that is your, that is your main area of space. Yeah. So how do people work with you? What, what do you have going on right now? I'd love for my audience to know.
0: So right now I have Impact Leadership that is uh, open until the end of the month for enrollment. Last time I think I'm going to open it for this year, it's, um, it's I like to keep the group nice and small because mm-hmm. uh, we get pretty personal in there and really <laughs> want to work out all of that mindset stuff, right? So so Impact Leadership, that's a group coaching program, six months long. And then in addition to that, I do have I, a one-on-one spots. Again, I keep them limited because I have all that corporate stuff going on as well. Um, so I do have a one-on-one spot available. So uh, my group coaching program is six months, I have one-on-one. And then I also do intensives really based around, I give an assessment that they can take and then we work on the assessment, debrief that, and then work on a strategy plan.
1: I love it. And I actually just wrote that down when you said that about your program being six months, because you know that I'm a huge believer in long term mentorship, too. Why do you believe in long term mentorship? Well, I, to-
0: I will tell you, it's tri- it was trial and error because originally I had done a three month program. Everybody in the program wanted it longer. And the truth is, we as humans need time to work these things out. And you can implement and then you, you know, you need to come back and kind of debrief what worked, what didn't work. And how am I changing and shifting and it takes time, it takes time. And so just based on the feedback of my uh, previous clients, I decided to make it a six month program.
1: I love that. It's interesting, too, because I I used to have like a six week program and it was same thing. People would get to the end. They'd be like, I want six more weeks. or I want six more weeks. And it was like it just evolved into a six and a 12 month mentorship. And this is the thing. I mean, we're building businesses. We're not I always say like we're not baking cakes like it's going to take time. It's going to take time to figure out your leadership, your communication, your marketing, your sales, your messaging, all of those things. And that takes time. It doesn't happen overnight.
0: The crazier part is that number one, yes, it takes time. But then the other side is when you hit of the level you want, guess what? Next level, (laughs) next level up, right? New problems come every time you fix a problem, a new problem, a new issue will come up. So it's like, okay, you hit that money mark. Let's just say if that was your original goal, now you need a team. Now, how are you implementing the team? And, you know, how are we making sure everybody's on the same page? Then systems have to be put in place. Like every time you resolve something new problem.
1: Yeah, I, it, that's so true. I have I have so many clients that have been with me for almost two years, right? The whole 22 months. And people say to me all the time, like, do they not know how to sell yet? And I'm like, oh no, they're actually selling machines, but the problems have changed. Now we work on, just like you said, now it's like hiring a team. It's like we work on their launch strategy. They have bigger meltdowns. We have bigger conversations. It's like, They're selling so good that the problems are different. So it's like, it's exactly what you said. It's like, like Lori Harder always says, like new double, new level. So it's like, yeah, no, it's not like they're with me for 22 months because like they still suck at sales. It's like they're with me for 22 months because they're actually rock stars in sales and the problems get bigger.
0: Exactly. It's so funny. The the ones that are the most successful end up staying with you the longest.
1: The longest. Yeah, absolutely. So because this is a sales podcast, this is actually the last question that I ask everybody on the show is what makes you buy from somebody online?
0: Oh, that's such a good question. I love it. Yeah. So what makes me buy from somebody online? I think they, they have to and you talk about this all the time, like they speak to me, right? So Um, for example, what I've noticed is that many times I buy from people that have been in corporate because I've been in corporate. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know like there's like a similar mindset there. Uh, And so usually they'll speak to you in their content, in their posts and in their stories. So that's part of it. And I think for me, I really try to understand where I am and the next level that I want to get to. And that's really what makes me buy from somebody. Again, I don't think about it for too long. I will convince, listen, we've convinced ourselves to get into some dumb shit. Yeah, (laughs) We will convince ourselves out of the things that we want to do. So either way, that's why I try not to think about it for too long.
1: Yeah. I'm the same way. It's like, I know that like, if I want to work with somebody or they've activated something in me, or I want to join something, like I just go like, and that's the same way that I buy, but it's also the same way that I create something, right? Like Sunday, I was literally sitting on my couch and I was like, I want to put together this like $27 masterclass. And I'm literally just going to get on my stories and talk about it. So it's like, I create the same way that I buy. And it's like, when you're in that energy and you're in that, like, just go flow, things happen. Shit happens. Uh, first it's just like, Oh, I don't know if I should invest in this person. I don't know if I should put this offer out. I don't know if I should launch this. I don't know if that masterminds for me. It's like, just do it. Just literally go with what you have in that energy.
0: Yeah. Well, the last thing I want to say, the other thing that also helps me buy is my gut. I really try to stay Same. in tune with what feels right. And I will say this, cause I know someone who invested and maybe wasn't as happy, but Their whole life shifted, even though they weren't, they didn't get the results that they wanted out of this. It was a group training program, Mm -hmm. but her whole life shifted because it activated something else that said, okay, I need to go a different direction. Mm -hmm. And so we get out of things what we want to, right? So if you're blocking it and you're saying, oh, this isn't what I wanted, you're never going to get anything out of it. So you have to go with your gut. You have to trust that you're doing the right thing. Whatever you want, you can get out of any program that you choose to invest in.
1: Absolutely. I had this conversation on the Chris Harder episode. It's like, I've joined programs that I've like rolled my eyes in and been like, oh God, just get me out of here. But then it's like, I thought to myself, what can I get out of here? Can I get a new network? Can I get a new business bestie? Can I get, um, you know, new people into my world? Like, what is that, right? I hired a business coach one time. I mean, I'll tell the story right here on the air. I hired a business coach one time. It was $10,000. We got like four sessions in and I was like, you're not my people. You can't answer any of the problems that I have. I'm actually like way farther ahead than you in my business. And I learned from that. I learned from it that like, I don't ever want to put my clients in a situation like that. And I I just, I learned so much from it. Did I burn 10 grand? Yes, I burned 10 grand. Can I make it up? Absolutely. So it's like always looking at it and like, what can you learn from it versus just like being mad about it?
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's a great point. It's like, Now, you know, if you can't answer questions, and I always say this too, as a leader, you have got to evolve much faster than in your case, like your audience, your clients, or your Mm -hmm. team. So that means you have to read more books. You have to, you have to do more of the things. If you want to be the leader in the room, Mm -hmm. you have got to be up there and you don't have to be the leader every single time, but when you have clients, you definitely want to be there to teach. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you have got to evolve faster than they do.
1: Yeah. I love that You say that. One of the things that I always say, like to my clients, people that work with me is like, I will always be able to get you an answer because of like my network, my mentors, the masterminds that I'm in. So it's like, I want my clients to always know that like I got them because I'm Mm -hmm. evolving. I'm investing. I'm in programs. I'm reading all of those things. So even like the people that have invested in me for the last like 18 months, 15 months, six months, two years, it's like, they know that I can always get them an answer. So again, it's like, because I'm evolving and in, in doing that work. And that's, that's such a great nugget that you just said, Jess, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having
0: me. I, I mean, again, you asked me the last question, like five
1: minutes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can stand here for forever and chat with you. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. We'll put all of your stuff in the show notes. You guys make sure you're following Jess. She's absolutely incredible at what she does. You guys know there's no one that I bring on the show that I don't like massively edify. Um, Get her in your world and get her in your orbit for sure. Jess, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Jill. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts? or take a screenshot and share it on social media. And don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, Feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.